0: Hello and welcome to Redeemer Radio's 2021 Spring Sherathon. Sherathon was a great success, but we could still use your help. Please visit redeemerradio.com to make your donation and please share this audio with friends and family.
1: Welcome back to Redeemer Radio Sherathon. We are in this. First of all, my name is Terry Coonan. I'm from St. Vincent's, but I'm here during the St. John the Baptist, uh, St. John the Baptist Fort Wayne. Let's make let's be clear: there Fairfield Avenue, and um, I, I'm here with uh, the St. John Fort Wayne hour of the Redeemer Radio Shareathon. Again, our mission, our goal here today, our purpose is to raise operating funds for Redeemer Radio. So I'm with Ed Fox, Karen Eckrich, and Amanda Shepard, and I'm going to have them introduce themselves after we begin with a prayer. Ed, would you lead us in a a prayer? I will. Thank
0: you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the the Son, and to the 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 Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and ever, ever shall be, be. World, world without end, be. Amen. In the name in the of the Father and the Son and the Holy
1: Spirit, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, Ed, I know you're in the diacnet program because yes. and and that when you when, whenever we say the glory be, we kind of stumble for a second because there's there's two
0: <laughs> two ways to say it, aren't there? There are. There are they're exactly right, and it, it, I get thrown from time to time too. But I, I just have to remember what am I praying at the time. So,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> I laugh about that. So,
0: Ed, go ahead and introduce yourself, and then
1: your team here for uh, for the Saint for the Saint John's Hour. All right, my
0: name is Ed Fox, and um, I'm the DRE at Saint John the Baptist. I, I wear a couple other hats there. Also, I help out uh, when we have a funeral. I'm the person they go to to help, mm-hmm. you know, direct people and and the choices that they have to make. I'm also the safe environment person. Oh, that's um, a hand, that's a job. That's a handful. It is. It is. So, I handle that for the parish, and I also am MC at the masses and do sacristy work for us. So, um, you, you don't do RCIA though. I, I do RCIC. I see. Yeah, there you go. So,
1: and and the difference. Explain that to our listeners. Okay.
0: So the RCIA are the adults, and the RCIC yeah. are the little ones. Um, just as important. Just very important. In fact, we had more RCIC come into the church this year at our parish than we did adults come in. So, wonderful. And Karen?
2: Cool. Uh, my name is Karen Eckrich. I'm the Administrative Assistant slash Secretary at St. John's. I started... You in, run
1: the parish.
0: She does.
2: <laughs> I help she run does. the parish. You're right.
0: You know, Karen. <laughs> <parish.
2: laughs> um, so I started in July, which was a great time to come into the parish because there were no activities happening. So I got to learn how to do the job. Meet the people. And then as restrictions have lifted, now I get to deal with scheduling uh, room space for meetings.
1: Good. Very good.
2: And I just have to say, Karen is amazing.
3: Everybody knows that at St. John's. Everybody knows Ed is amazing, too. I'm a I'm a parishioner, so I'm looking at these two all the time and I'm so impressed and so blessed Uh to be the recipient of their gifts at St. John's. We it's a really special time in our parish. I'm Amanda Shepard. I'm a parent. I've got uh, a fourth grader, and next year I'll have a kindergartner there. I'm currently serving as the school board president. I'm a lector, which is a job I've loved throughout my Catholic life since I was a kid, or a teenager, I should say, and I am also have joined the catechesis team for Father Andrew's five-year plan.
1: Nice. You have your hands full. (laughs) Um, and so Father Angie was on vacation I understand
0: he's in the warmth he, he knew when to ditch out of Fort Wayne oh he's with my son
1: father Matt oh. and uh, Father Matt keeps sending uh, pictures of alligators back and his mother is getting a little concerned <laughs> He goes yeah I was out on a run today and look at this bad boy on the on the side of the road and mom's going hello I don't need to see this she just he she thinks he's just tormenting her but um I I neglected to do a couple of things we have an hourly goal okay and our hourly goal is $4000 and the way that we achieve that goal is by is by having um, parishioners or listeners having listeners call in 260 436 Ninety-five, ninety-eight. Now, um, usually I do a wolf a woeful job, and you guys are going. I'm going to have you guys call out that number and uh, RedeemerRadio.com. You can just go to RedeemerRadio.com, push the button that says donate, or the Redeemer Radio app. But you guys will do better with that. To, uh, we'll have to keep repeating that number throughout. But um, call, call and make a pledge. This is how Redeemer Radio. Raises operating expenses to keep the, the, the programming, the rich Catholic local and national programming on the air to keep that Catholic message uh, out there for, uh, for our listeners. And we really need that in this day and age. So we got a $4,000 goal. It's lofty. But I see you with a bag of
0: money there, Ed. I do. I have a bag of, uh, I believe it's $175 from the school. Uh, we, uh, we they must had, had a, a dress a down They day. did. They did. <laughs> and um, so we, we brought cash. This is the cash that we have. So we give this gift to you. I also have, I might as well give you all the gifts that I have. Um, Mike Shank uh, handed us this envelope. Um, Father Andrew was announcing that I was going to be on the radio, um, and Mike turned around and laughed at me right before we were getting ready to go up and start Mass. So I go over to Mike, and I said, Mike, you better donate, or I'm coming after <laughs> you. you. So he made sure that was dropped off yesterday at the office, so I brought it today for It's you. empty. It's empty. <laughs> it's oh, un- I'll get Mike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So where do we want to begin? Um, in, without uh, Father Andrew here, uh, tell us a little bit about St. John and what's going on at St. At, uh, at John Fort Wayne. Well, Who wants to start? And Amanda, I, there's a little note here. I knew your name sounded familiar. You and your husband do an art segment.
3: Right. So. Uh, the, is I that make, the I'm, Fort Wayne Museum yep, of yep. Art? Yeah. I, I yeah. I listen, li- yeah. I
1: listen to you. Oh, thank you. I don't have yeah. that side of my brain. I, you know, I only that's think of the true. other side. Just, you just
3: haven't exercised it. That's my <laughs> mission in life is to to let everybody know that art has a role for everybody. And, and that really is one of the things that we do in our segment. So my husband and I, uh, Charles, we run the first. Fort Wayne Museum of Art. He came to the faith late in life uh, when we got married, and we've just been growing together in faith it, professionally and through St. John the Baptist, and we're lucky enough to do a segment on Redeemer Radio. Uh, for a long time, we were with Kyle Hyman with on his Kyle, show. Yes. And he's and, doing some
1: replays on those.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think we're going to be branching out into our own segment through Spoke Street Media. So, perfect. Catholic art history, and then uh, just, just trying to remember, to remind people that, that art, <laughs> throughout the, the life of the church has been a huge part. So for that reason, Redeemer Radio is, is near and dear to me.
1: Nice.
2: Uh, well, in... Father Andrew got the idea from the uh, Archdiocese of Detroit. Um, they have a book called 52 Sundays, and it's got the gospel, a reflection, some catechesis on the Mass and other aspects of our faith. And he saw it and he loved it. Um, and so actually last summer... The parish staff and some other volunteers got together and we wrote a book in-house that we then distributed to every school family and registered parish family. So we ordered about 700 and we're almost all the way through them. And so it's got for every Sunday in the year as well as extra holy days like Ash Wednesday, Good Friday, Holy Thursday, um, and then other holy days of obligation has the gospel reading, mass, catechesis, some family activities, a family recipe, and then a saint of the week. And the idea is just to help people cultivate the domestic church. Um, COVID has really seen, you know, a decline in mass attendance. The dispensation is still in place. A lot of people weren't coming um, for health reasons or otherwise, and so this was kind of our response to try to foster having conversations about the faith in the home, um, as well as helping teach parents how to pray with their children and have some of those conversations, which I know is a difficult thing for a lot of parents to have. So that came out the first Sunday of Advent. Um, and then very soon after we released our five-year plan that has been, Father Andrew said it's been in the works for a few years now. Um, again, I'm new, so I just got to see the the best last part of it. Um, it's called Cornerstone. And it, it shifted how we View parish activities. Um, So, our parish council is now made up of six pillars of parish life. So, it's evangelization, worship, catechesis, vocations, works of mercy, and stewardship. Um, So, we released the five year plan. It had 130 itemized goals that we then asked parishioners to fill out a form to say, you know, I'm interested in helping with yard signs, I'm interested in a fish fry. Like, All sorts of different goals um, broken up under those six pillars, and we got well over a 100 responses of people wanting to be engaged. We had kind of town hall meetings to explain the pillars more, Um, and so our new parish council is the six, well, actually eight leaders. We have a couple co-leaders of those teams, and then each pillar meets at least once a month um, to help our parish engage in more activities. Um, And so it's been just incredible to see the response from the parish in that um, it's giving people a very tangible way to get involved and see, you know, how the activity that they're engaged in is actually serving parish life um, with our overall motto is making Christ the center of our lives. And so everything the parish does, that's that's the goal. Um, and I actually get to work with Amanda's husband, Charles, on evangelization team and he is wonderful. So one of the things that
3: Father Andrew, I think, realized and you all know him better than I do, but he realized there was a lot to a lot of work to do at St. John's. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of untapped talent among the prisoners and enthusiasm. And. We needed he was only one person. And so he couldn't do it on his own. So through the plan, it it was a way to coordinate all of those efforts and all of those things that needed to be done and really empower parishioners to step up and do some of these things. He's been really great about, hey, you got an idea. I trust you to do it. I trust that you're going to do the right thing. Run it by me, maybe, but you just need yeah. to go do it. <laughs> and, um, you know, with Karen and Ed, you know, kind of overseeing a lot of those things, we've been able to do amazing things. And and right before the five year plan was launched, I think we just wrapped up our capital campaign or we're just finishing it up now. Just, and right. I, I believe we've we've been successful in our yeah. fundraising goal and um, have just really made sure to pay attention to the actual facility of the parish as as important in helping us spiritually.
1: No. Well, we've got some pledges that are starting to roll in. We do, yeah. Can we? You want to read some of these off? Can you? Can you see from there? I mean, it's. Oh, me we trying here. We Let's are kind of COVID cooped up here with plexiglass between us
0: all. But um, well, Hal and Fran Klinger made a pledge to us. Thank you, Hal and Fran. I was at their you, house last you. night. They fed me to prepare me for this. So, how oh, nice! <laughs> Shout out to Hal and Fran. Steve Corona. And Janice Davis, Chris Hickey, sent in pledges. Uh, Anthony Hickey, or uh, no, Hucker. Huckley, Huck, Huckery. Huckery, Huckery. Anthony Huckery. Thank you.
1: Pledged in honor of the seminarians of St. John's. Brian Eisenberger. Oh, he's a beast. Oh, and jo- and Jonathan <laughs> Hickey,
0: and uh, Dave Steffen and Cheryl Hickey sent in pledges. Nice. I don't know what our dollar
1: amount is. But uh, our goal, we do know what the goal is. Our goal is four thousand. So, uh, we're we're approaching that. We've got eleven pledges so far. and okay. We're approaching a thousand dollars. So we need to we need to kick it up a notch. Again, the number is oh wait, Amanda four why don't you, three.
3: Uh, call or text, okay? You, perfect. We all have our smartphones on our hips all the time. So right now you're on your lunch hour. I want you to pull out your phone. I want you to text two six zero. 9598 you'll get an automated message back it will give you instructions on how to pledge your credit card number is probably stored in your phone it'll take you two clicks I promise you can also do it online RedeemerRadio.com or on the Redeemer Radio app if you have that on your phone
1: I like you Amanda you you (laughs) tell them to call I I ask them to call you tell them no (laughs) excuses no excuses (laughs) um so, uh, Ed, um, what else? I was just curious. Do you have like seven hundred and one of those books? So maybe you can send me home with with one of them. Those of this of this book. Here. No, I would just. <laughs> uh, what else is going on out, out at St. John? Well, um, it sounds like the parish is energized. We th- are. We are It we are sounds like the parish is energized, and we are. that's exciting. <laughs> Is How it, can Redeemer Radio help? Is another another uh, but go ahead. Well, uh, I keep
0: interrupting you. I want <laughs> to. I want to uh, tote our uh, Paschal candle that we have this year. It was made by two parishioners of ours, Art Sizzlo. uh He was the one that did the artwork on this for us, and uh, Teresa and Teresa Stevens. Stevens did. She keeps bees, and she collected. The wax that we made the candle. Whoa. But so she actually made the candle. So
2: she handmade the candle with wax that she helped cultivate.
0: Wow. So this is exciting. This is a shout out to anybody that wants to stop by St. John's and take a look at our beautiful paschal candle. And since it's the year of St. Joseph, he went with the St. Joseph theme. So the life of Saint Joseph what is, this is like depicted the th- the on the third
3: year he's done that candle. Uh, oh, fourth year, maybe fifth. Yes, okay. yeah.
0: There's, I think there's at least. I think this is the sixth candle.
3: It's really cool. He, it's like three dimensional. He's got these little sculptural wax elements that um, that he puts on the candle and. Art is an accomplished artist, and I own a couple of his prints. And he he's still working today. He does a lot of woodblock printing, uh, where he takes a, a piece of wood and cuts a design into it, and then prints on it. And he does a lot of biblical and religious themes.
1: Is that on your parish uh, website? The uh, you would know pictures you, and you know Karen? pictures and the, and the write up. This is a wonder.
2: I w- I will make sure that it's on there this afternoon. I know last year's is. I forget if I updated it.
1: That's a um, magnificent. Uh, um, Looking candle and you've got, a nice, you've, got, you've got a nice you've you've got a nice write up there are several paragraphs explaining what what the imagery is and what it represents. That's uh,
2: and if anyone happens to stop by, make sure to smell it. It smells absolutely incredible. It's,
0: it does.
1: As it's I pure I it, beeswax,
2: and
0: when I go to extinguish it, it's just it's wonderful to smell that beeswax. You know, you really smell the beeswax. It's
1: you know, my wife and my my wife and I and two of our granddaughters. We did stop at Saint uh, Saint John. Fort Wayne this year on Holy Thursday evening with the seven churches mm-hmm. and I think that St John was number 5 maybe on our on our pilgrimage if you will and and uh but we well the paschal candle wasn't available then
0: Right <laughs> it was in the back it was in hiding it was, it was in, in waiting <laughs> it, it, it was in
1: hiding but um if you reflect back to a year ago none of the churches were open for that seven Right. Church tour right. or, or, or whatever. Uh, and um, so we missed it because we've been doing that the last few years. And St. John Fort Wayne has always been one of our stops, although he had it in churches here, not in the little yeah, in he the moved chapel. It over.
0: Yeah, because he was afraid, you know, if too many people got in the little chapel, yes. they would be afraid of social distancing. So he had it in the church. Totally the church. understand. You know, he, he's we are blessed with good priests. Amen to With that. Good,
1: holy personable alive in the faith priests in our diocese and um, in, in addition our bishop is is just wonderful he is so exceptional and uh, i hope I, I hope we have him a long time I amen do, amen <laughs> to <do>
2: that <laughs> too. hey we've
3: got some good news here betty and dan ensley sent in a pledge and they would like to challenge all the prayer chain members of saint john the baptist to call in a pledge now Please do so. Uh, Sarah Stansky, Karen Eckrich, thank you, Karen, and Lisa Harris have all sent in pledges. And I see that if we get 30 pledges, we'll get a $500 bonus. Where's that bonus coming from? Is that is that a match from a Probably donor? It must or? be
0: met from matching
3: from funds. A fund. Yeah,
2: okay.
0: that's nice. And Amanda, it looks like your husband oh, has donated.
3: He did. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, husbands are great, aren't they? <laughs>
1: Um, I, one of the things I was going to ask um, Father Andrew, I was going to ask him about vocations because I know there's a lot of ordinations coming up this year, um, but I don't know if you are are up up on that or not. Not, not really, really. Okay. not really.
0: But we have we have Brian Eisenberger, you know, from our, yes. our Is parish. Yes, he be ordained deacon this year. He will. So we so he's involved in you know not priest ordination but mm-hmm. ordination. And then we have John Hickey, who's a seminarian from our parish. And and myself and the the Aconic class. So, God willing, we're, we're you know as Bishop told us in January we're halfway through, guys. Halfway oh, through. Yeah. How's that yeah. going? It's going well. It's going very well. You know, you know, there's challenges. there yes. You have your good days. You have your bad days. Mm-hmm. But you know, when it's something that God is calling you to do, He'll be with you through it all. So now, are
1: you meeting in person again?
0: Or we just the last class last week we met in person and then. We're off now for the, off the summer. We we have a retreat this weekend, and then we will get our summer assignment, and and we're off for the summer. So very good, and so then you have two more years. Is
1: that years very two. good? Yeah, it's around good. the corner. Mm-hmm. We can see the end coming. So, um, full disclosure: I, I was in that diaconate class, and I spent a year and dis, and discerned out. So I got to know the uh, I, and I feel a brotherhood there with uh, with our permanent diaconate. candidates Candidates. and um, not only do we have good priests and good deacons but we've got more coming more in the pipeline and so keep your uh, keep your prayers uh, keep 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 rolling up prayers for the for vocations in our uh, in our diocese we need we the church always needs good people, and uh, when I see, when I hear about energy like you have, we we heard about the five-year plan and all the response and the programs. Um, these are these are rough times, this, these COVID times, and um, the faith is being challenged constantly. But uh, the Holy Spirit is alive and active, and um, we need to have some Holy Spirit alive and active right now, and 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 um, nudging some people to uh, to call in. So. Karen, would you call out those con- that contact information so we can get some more pledges going here?
2: Absolutely. Um, as Amanda said, if you're listening, you're on a device that probably has the Internet, unless you're on a radio. Um, but use your phone. Call 436-9598. If you're somewhere that you can't talk, you can text 436-9598 or go to RedeemerRadio.com. It's the front button. I used it this morning. Very easy. Very easy um or you can use the Redeemer Radio app.
1: So as the as the world is um, emerging from COVID, how is St. John's uh, how is St. John's doing? Are you starting to see uh, some familiar faces again? I, I think at- so.
3: Yeah. And and as you said, Father Andrew has been um, you know, obviously, you know, there are rules set forth by the bishop, but he's um he's kept a cool head. I don't know internally, maybe he's had some frustrating moments, but he's really he's just been such a calming presence for all of us. He really takes his time when he tells us things and communicates really, really well, make sure we all know. Um, and he, he, He's he's concerned, as everybody is, about getting parishioners back. You know, maybe you were out for health reasons, but then you got into a habit and let's not stay in that habit. Let's let's get back and remember the joy of the mass and actually being at mass. Um, I think we're seeing more people in the pews.
2: Absolutely. Our our 430 and eight are still a little bit light, but they were always the lightest mass. But the 1030, um, I really tried to push to reduce some of our pews to the three foot social distance because I ended up. Or a greeting every Sunday morning Mm -hmm. and I'd have to open the choir loft, pull out extra chairs. Um, and father Andrew, one of the best parts about working for him is he doesn't get bogged down in the administration work. He's like the, you know, the goal of the parish is to get people the sacraments. And so the more people you can have at mass, the more opportunities for confession, the better. Um, and so he, you know, our thought is if people are coming into mass late, Who cares? They're coming to mass like they should have a seat in the pew. They shouldn't be in the vestibule. They shouldn't be, you know, kicked up to the choir loft. Um, And so I was really excited to see that we have the ability. So we've got about a third of the church at three foot pews. And then the rest of the church is still that every other pew, um, six foot social distance. But this past 1030 was the most crowded mass I've ever seen since I've been there. So it's I'm very excited about all of it.
1: We went to mass. We, we visited up in. Uh, we, all right, we've we have a grandbaby up in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. So we visited my daughter and uh, and the family there. Went to St. Maria Goretti Parish in Madison, Wisconsin. They're a couple months behind us. Are they really? Yeah, they they are. They're they're slowly emer- emerging. There was, you know, we went to a nine o'clock mass and and there was pretty good. Maybe it was seven a.m. and there was pretty good attendance there, but no singing. You know <laughs> and it,
0: You know, people got in and got out. um, oh, we linger. We linger. We we we
1: talk. We <laughs> we linger at Saint Vincent's. Okay, and um, I, I've noticed people. I, I've noticed people are starting to hug. Even uh-huh. so, so yeah. that's a good thing. That those it are all is. good signs, it you is. know. And um,
3: well, he uh, praise God. Several several months ago, he agreed to let us do a no touch sign of peace. He mm-hmm. said, "There's no reason why we can't wave and hello." So that was a really nice thing. He, you know, he's he's really good about staying within his boundaries. But be as creative as possible in in giving as much life as possible to the parish. It's time to shout out that number, I think, 260-436-9598. Need to see some pledges come in for St. John the Baptist
1: we're gonna take a, a quick little break here and um, while we're doing that we want to hear we want to hear those phones ring we've ring, got we've ring, got plenty ring, of we us. got plenty of volunteers here and they're waiting to take your call uh, and you can go personalist by just doing RedeemerRadio.com. Karen mentioned how easy it is to just hit that donate button but, and uh,
0: any of my Deacon brothers out there you can pledge for st John's absolutely
1: please <laughs> do call in now uh, and uh, let's get we'll, we'll come back on the other side with a few updates Welcome back! Welcome back to the uh, St. John the Baptist Fort Wayne hour here on Redeemer Radio Shareathon. This is Terry Coonan, your guest host, and I'm joined in the studio here with Ed Fox, Karen Nechirich, and Amanda Shepard. And uh, we're we're learning a lot about uh, not only. Um, St. John the Baptist uh, Parish, but we're also we're also sharing some of the some of the joys and some of the benefits and some of the richness of, uh, and some of the reasons why we need to keep Catholic radio on the air in, in especially our local our local Fort Wayne local South Bend radio station, and um, it it has just been a boost to the faith for. Every listener, I, I can venture, I can venture to say that. So we need you to call and give and, and pledge. We have a goal this hour of four thousand uh, dollars. Also, we have a goal of thirty pledges. If we get thirty pledges, we get a five hundred dollar bonus. We're at fourteen, so that's about half. So we need to have a nice strong finish here. Our, our, uh, we've got just over seven hundred dollars, or about seven hundred fifty dollars. And so we need to we need to put the pedal to the metal here. Um, we did. We we've, we've got some. Uh,
3: yes. Thank you, Laura Scheele and Trisha Coob. Thank you so much, Andy and Melissa Jacobs and Brian and Erica Stover. How wonderful! Thank you.
1: Yeah. So we're we're on our way. We're on the we're we're on the second half of the journey here. On our way to four thousand dollars, thirty pledges. Uh, the number is two six zero four three six ninety five ninety eight online at redeemerradio.com dot com or the redeemer radio app and those two are probably very simple you just go in and hit that uh, donate button and i like the way that amanda told people to do it instead of me just asking that was very awesome
3: our parishioners take directions well so <laughs>
1: oh well you've got a great leader there and, and uh and father andrew uh, which we've already mentioned um can we talk a little bit about uh on the break we were sharing a little bit about um how the church has always prevailed uh throughout the ages during times of turmoil and we've gone through a year of turmoil so how has uh how has St John the Baptist weathered the storm I know you've got church you got school you got uh other ministries going so can we touch on any or all of those
2: Sure Uh, I know when the lockdown first happened, you had Father Andrew and Father Patrick Hake were uh, both assigned to St. John's. Father Patrick's now at St. Peter's. Yes, he is. Um, And then they had Seminarian Brian and Mark Hellinger and a few other guys, um, and they all just were quarantined together. um, And the seminarians really embraced that time to help get people involved. Um, So they were doing fireside chats, I think they called them, and just kind of evening fraternity that people could tune into on Facebook. Um, and then over the summer, we got a, a much higher resolution live stream camera than the uh, crappy handset they had been using. Um, and so that's now permanently mounted in the church. So all of our masses, um, as well as some weddings and The cornerstone meetings that we touched on earlier, those all get live streamed to our Facebook page and to YouTube. Um, And so we've got some regular viewers, um, especially our homebound who, uh, because of COVID or even just because they were homebound prior to COVID, they're able to tune in and some of them watch every single day. Um, And if it ever glitches and doesn't get uploaded, they'll call me and be like, why was mass not on this morning? And so it's been really cool to see kind of the fruit of that technology that had COVID hit 15 years ago, that would not have existed. Um, but because it's now with what we have with technology, you know, being together around the Eucharistic table is much preferred. Um, but because we can't do that, being together online has been a great, you know, substitute. Um, and then as things open back up, we we had conversations with staff and said, we will continue to live stream. Um, and I think the plan is to just do that. Forever,
0: I think um, you're right. And and you know what? It helped um, for the kids that just received their first Holy Communion and those that were confirmed. We could live stream that and their grandparents who live out of town, which, Terry, you know how that is I'm a grandparent. To everywhere. It was. They could just pull it up and they could watch it. So it was wonderful. I've heard compliments from from families that said that helped them out greatly. So you know, when, out of bad things, good things happen, you know. We, go ahead.
3: One of the great things about virtual programming is that, yes, it serves Catholics, but it also can expose our faith to non Catholics, you know, stumbling around on YouTube or turning the dial on that radio. I mean, you hear all the time on the apologetic shows, I'm not Catholic, but, and you think, okay, you're listening. This is really good. So, technology is our friend in evangelization. And I think that, you know, Outsiders looking in, you know, they can have uh, preconceived notions about the faith. But if you're just, you know, curious in your own home, what is this all about? Let me see for myself. You don't have to come to mass, but you can you can see for yourself and think maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is maybe this is beautiful and there's something there for me. So I think the benefits of virtual will have uh, long-lasting benefits. It it
0: keeps you anonymous, so you can just
3: (laughs) check it out a little more,
0: but nobody's going to get back in touch with me. Nobody knows I'm watching
2: this. (laughs) And then it just cracks me up, the sign of peace, especially at Christmas and Easter, there'd be 45 comments and everyone's saying, peace be with you. And so people (laughs) will respond and some people do all the responses. um, And it's just wonderful to see that I mean, every day we've got people watching Mass who aren't able to come in person.
1: You know, uh, I, one of the things that I've learned through Redeemer Radio and other places as well is that uh, we are supposed to be, we're supposed to have grateful hearts and we're supposed to have hearts of gratitude and we're supposed to be grateful for the good as well as the not so good, mm-hmm. as well as the bad. And we're also taught, I think, that um, good comes out of bad, that 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 God makes all things good. I think that's scriptural. God makes all things good. Anyway, long story short, I look back at the at this live streaming and, and now I think all of the parishes have live streaming capabilities. And I think that uh, the possibilities are wide open and they're endless. And I do think that live streaming is with us f-
0: to the it's end. It's here to stay.
1: Yeah, it is here to stay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amanda, I want to affirm what you said about the uh, getting the message out there, uh, um, my son did a did a, a, a YouTube every day during Lent, and the listenership of that just just you know he tracked it and it just increased. Mm-hmm. And he, it was uh, every day he had a one little one little uh, five six seven eight nine minute um, sharing mm-hmm. based on the on the daily gospel, and it was a lot of work. He was worn out, but I'm that's going to reap benefits. It's going to reap benefits. So this COVID shutdown, we focus a lot of times on the bad. No, but
3: you hear about conversions all the time. I'm converting because of, you know, this video or in part because of this video. And you think, you know, sometimes media and the internet can be so, so full of undesirable things. But when you get those beautiful rays of light come through, it's so good. Hey, we've got some good news. We've got Chris and Carol Ann Eckrich making a pledge thank you
2: thanks chris, mom and dad right, yeah chris <laughs> is sitting right outside
1: the window here he better pledge <laughs> got,
2: uh. uh mr and mrs edward strubel mike and lisa harris uh miss alice kopfer randy and julie crouch all sent in pledges we are up to 21 pledges for one thousand four hundred thirty dollars here's another john and sarah shank thank you shanks um so yeah if we hit 30 we will unlock that a five hundred dollar matching gift. Um, so, St. John the Baptist folks, please call in four three six nine five nine eight or go to Redeemer Radio.
1: All right. Um, now you've got a you've got a school. We talked about the church. We talked about the parish. You got a school, and mm-hmm. Amanda, you're on the school board. Yeah.
3: Yep. I'm blessed to be the president this year.
1: How did that how did this year go? Because this was a tough year. I know that we began at St. Vincent's planning for a COVID year way back at the end of May mm-hmm. and in, and June. Well, and all those planning meetings were yeah. reaped benefits.
3: So uh I think that God lined up our principal, Mary Kiefer, for this time.
1: Oh gosh. We- <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You Oh my gosh, she came out of retirement, didn't yeah, she? Yeah,
3: she I think this is her second year as principal. It is. Okay. Yeah. So um, I remember I was on the search committee for the principal at the time, and I remember Father Andrew, the prayer before all of our meetings was, God, give us the principal that you want us to have. And um, Mary applied kind of late in the process, and I knew how excited Father Andrew was. And, of course, she was wonderful and was our pick. And she she has been the right leader for this difficult time. She's wise. She's experienced She's no nonsense. She's full of love. And she loves what she does. And she loves the kids. She's a great leader. So um, in one sense, our job as a school board has been really easy because we have a great leader. And of course, we have a great leader in Father Andrew. Um, But, you know, she's she's needed our help in making some decisions. And um, we've just taken everything day by day. Like you said, I'm so blessed that we're able to be in person. I think that's really important for kids. I know my son was really troubled during the lockdown period. I'd never seen a nine-year-old so close to being depressed as I did then. Um, but like you said, we, we've just followed all the protocols and we've been able to stay in person, which is really wonderful.
1: That is wonderful. You know, it's interesting. It occurs to me we did not have in-person Share-a-thon a year ago, but two years ago. Or two and, or one and a half or whatever. Yeah, the last yeah. share-a-thon that we had in person, I sat in this chair. Father Andrew sat right there, and Mary Kiefer sat right there. She had <laughs> just returned, come out of retirement. Uh-huh. That's how I knew that. Yeah. Oh, and what a yeah, she's a blessing. What a blessing she is. Hey, we just need eight more pledges to get this bonus.
2: Okay. I've oh. actually got one more. Father Andrew just texted me and said to put him down for 150. So thank hey. you very much, Father All Andrew. Right. Thank
1: you, Father yes. Andrew. Text him back and tell him to. Tell Father Matt to stay away from the alligators. <laughs> He's making his mom nervous. <laughs> nice. All right. So we, we just need a handful of pledges to get this bonus. We need that bonus. And let's keep those calls coming because we need, we're about halfway to, we need to get to uh, that $4,000 level. Um, anything else? What else have we got? Anything else on this? Uh,
3: well, one thing that um, Karen, and I both worked on independently in our respective spheres. Karen um, helped Father Andrew with the new parish website, which is beautiful. And I think Karen actually did most of it.
2: <laughs> I, I did the technical side. Father Andrew did all of the design. It's it's
3: wonderful. I it, And if you had seen our previous website, you would know that, that it was time for us to do something different. And we really looked at it as an evangelization tool that when you come to our website, you need to see the face of a parish that you potentially like to be a part of. Um, as Karen said, what have we, we've got new parishioners as a result. They've signed up through the website.
2: Well, I mean, you used to have to come to the parish office to get a parishioner form. And, and there's actually, since being the secretary, there's a lot of people who don't think it's important to kind of register at a specific parish. Yep. And so then they miss out on getting envelopes, which helps us not just the money, but it helps us track mass attendance and see who's, you know, engaged with the parish. Um, and so I did a, an online registration form inspired by a couple other parish websites in our diocese, and I get a couple new parishioners a week um, that, you know, maybe they're not quite wanting to walk up to Father Andrew and say, I want to join, but when they see that button they can join. We get their information. We give them a call. Welcome them to the parish. And so it's been a really good tool um, to help people feel more engaged. There's announcements they can see that instead of the the last website you had to, I had to talk to one person and then they had to change something, and so it was a very indirect route to do any updating. And now I can just go from my computer, pull it up really fast, and I can change things around. So it's been a very flexible tool um, to help people be more involved in our parish.
1: Well, if this is an evangelization tool, then that leads right to uh, the DRE and RCIC. You know, and it leads right to you, Ed. And uh, so um, tell us a little bit about how, how did you perform those functions during COVID?
0: We had both in-person and at-home classes. So the parents had to become more involved. We left it up early on father andrew asked me to reach out to the families we had had in the past and see what they preferred okay and some preferred in person classes others preferred to do them from home so that required me then i found some material to provide to the parents and then the parents had to be the educators for those that were not in person and then the ones well, then we had to find a place To hold the classes for the ones that were coming to us. Sure. Because we weren't allowed to be in the school where the kids were, you know, in St. John's, where the kids were Mm -hmm. through the day. So we figured it all. It all worked out, though. We ended up using the Providence House, which is the former convent. And you just have to get creative. You have to get creative. And it's worked out. I don't know. You, Karen, you do the scheduling for Providence House. I don't know if you're ready to kick us out yet or not, but we're winding up actually tonight will be our last class in person. So um, and I know you know there's just a lot of things happening where people need to meet in rooms, but I was taking that space up, so Sweet. they'll probably be happy to have that.
1: You had some special challenges. Let's yeah. let's 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 ring out that phone number one more time. 260 436 Nine eight. We got about 10 more minutes. We're at uh I think that our pledges are up over 25, 26. We got over two thousand dollars. We need to get to uh at least a handful, maybe maybe fewer, to get that to get the uh bonus for 30 pledges. So we need that bonus.
3: Our goal for the hour is four thousand dollars. If we can get to thirty pledges, I think we only need three more we will be at almost 2,700. So please, if you haven't done so yet, you can call or text that number.
1: I see we got a pledge here from John Hickey, and we also got one from Dan Kelker. Dan is a an old friend of mine from the Sarah Club, and it. I just learned this morning at 3 a.m. in adoration that the fellow that precedes me is your uncle, or no, your cousin, your cousin, Ed Kelker, out of St. Vincent's, and uh, we got a, it's a, it's in. It's really cool to see your name here, Dan. Thanks for your pledge.
0: But were your ears burning at 3 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> I bet Dan was sleeping away at 3 a.m. <laughs> yep.
3: Thank you, Charles Shepard, my husband, for sending in a pledge. We're at 27 pledges, total of $2,700. Hope we can see... Several more. We, what do we have? Like ten minutes left in our hour?
1: Yeah, nine or ten minutes. Let's mm-hmm. get a few more pledges here.
3: Four three six nine five nine eight. Call or text. It's easy to do.
1: It says here we only need two more pledges for the Ooh, bonus. We're getting Ooh. close. Come <laughs> on,
0: come on, somebody, <laughs> teachers, somebody, somebody, call us. <laughs> yeah, we'll get them. We'll get them. Um,
2: I just, I just had Father Andrew put out an Instagram post to all our parishioners. Um so from Florida he's got he's us covered. He's still working. <laughs> Sorry Father
1: I love Father Andrew. He we we've known him. Uh he was a year ahead of my sons and and they're going to be ordained for 10 years, now. so Father Andrew was ordained 11 years ago. And uh uh when he was a deacon, my uh my brother passed away when when uh, Father Andrew was a deacon and those boys all came back. I call I, I call them boys. Mm. They they all came back for the funeral, and Father Andrew was the deacon uh, for my brother's for my brother's funeral. So Father Andrew has a very special place uh, in in my heart and uh, with the Coonan family. Just a an all around good man. He is. My ten year
3: old son said. Father Andrew's going to be a saint one day. <laughs>
1: you know, he already is in my book, you know, whether he's canonized or not. <laughs> you know, and, and saints, you talk about the saints. That's something else that I that I learn about on Redeemer Radio. I learn directly or indirectly about the saints. And it's I get fascinated with history. Amanda gets fascinated with art. I get fascinated with history. And so I'll, I might hear a little snippet of a saint, learn a little snippet of a saint, and then I go and do a little research and... And learn a little more it's it's amazing
0: as i say the saints are our friends in heaven and we've got to get to know them and and listen to the redeemer radio is a way that we get to learn about the saints mm-hmm.
3: we just got done reading about uh saint simeon the stylite i don't know if you are aware of saint no. simeon the stylite he was um uh ascetic a- to an extreme he became a monk that wasn't aesthetic enough he became a hermit that wasn't holy enough (laughs) he built a 10-foot platform off the ground in the woods that wasn't high enough it became 20 foot eventually i think it was 60 foot in the air he lived his whole (laughs) life up there food and water was you know pulleyed up to him on a basket and he lived his
0: (laughs) high high treehouse. i read
3: that to my kids and they're like do we have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness.
2: You know, it's probably good we don't have statues of the stylites everywhere because they wouldn't fit in buildings. No. <laughs> 60-foot statues. <laughs>
1: Oh, we still need, we, I think we still need two pledges. We got six more minutes.
0: Come oh, on, folks. There's got to be two people. Come on.
3: Oh, Karen's godparents, oh. David and Ann Arnold, giving her a big compliment, doing a good job. Well, thanks,
2: Ann and Uncle Dave.
1: Yeah, come on, Uncle Dave. Send it, send it, <laughs> make a pledge, make a pledge. We have been in small Christ, Terry and I, Mrs., Mrs. Terry and I have been in small Christian community with Dave and Ann for. <laughs> years and years more years than we care to think about I would guess twenty five years maybe longer oh goodness lots of good memories so there, yep yeah, there's history yeah, there then. absolutely yep yep so those godparents need to be uh, uh need to be making a pledge um four three six Nine five, nine five nine eight. Or uh, if you're calling from South Bend, which you're allowed to do, you're allowed to do. We call up there. I call up and, and support my son's parish. Uh, the the number is two six zero four three six nine five nine eight. As we um as we approach these last five minutes to, uh, and and kind of wrap things up. Do you have uh, any Amanda? Any any closing? Any closing thoughts about Redeemer, about St. Uh, John, Fort Wayne, about Father Andrew?
3: Well, I just I think about myself, you know, I've been a parishioner for 10 years and um, I think about how I've grown and developed and, you know, being new in the parish and new in the community and um, looking back on all the little things that God has asked me to do to help me become more involved in the parish is it's always about saying yes you, know, you get that little thought like I'm gonna go talk to that person or I'm gonna volunteer for this and saying yes to that is really important and it's what's led me to be a supporter of Redeemer Radio and get involved and not be afraid to present yourself and your talents even if you're not well-known or been a member for a long time or have a big family in town that a lot of people know, which I don't, um, you know, if those things held people back, we wouldn't be the vibrant parish that we are. And Father Andrew really draws that out of people.
2: Yeah, I I think one of the coolest things about this five-year plan, um, like I said, at the beginning of the hour, we distributed worksheets for people to articulate which goals they actually wanted to help with. Um, So that when the time comes to do those, we can bring it back. And the craziest thing was seeing forms come in from families. And even within families, their gifts and talents were so varied. Um, And just giving parishioners the the opportunity to really cultivate the little things that they might be called to do, whether that's, you know, we've got people in the prayer chain and they don't want to be out in front of people, but they're fine calling or texting prayer intentions. We get a lot of times 30 prayer intentions a week come through. Mm. Um, Or the people like Amanda, who are willing to be the school board president. That's she's been wonderful to work with. So it's really cool seeing everyone come together in all the different ways, um, because there's not just one way to love God and love your parish.
1: I think it's really important, and I think that we learn this from from Redeemer Radio when we hear these little messages, and, and oftentimes they're timely little messages, that little things make a big difference. Everyone is important in, in our parish community and in our diocese. Uh, every little volunteer is important here at Redeemer Radio, and so... Yeah, those things are, are. And we all have different gifts. We all have different gifts. I loved it when Amanda, Amanda chided me and said, oh, no, you have a, you have that side of your brain. You just aren't exercising it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need, no, I need. I, I,
2: Amanda telling it like it is. Yeah,
0: Amanda telling it like it is. You know, I've, I've been in the parish. I worked in the parish for 11. It'll be 11 years in uh, July. And I, the parish is just so alive and vibrant right now. And I think, um, you know, our strength is our leader, Father Andrew, and it also is all the people. We all have learned. He he is the leader, has learned how to take all the treasures that we have in all the parishioners and brought us together and has us working together. And it's beautiful to see. So.
1: Oh, my gosh. We are. Uh, we are. This is amazing. We've gotten our, our 30 pledges. Ah, uh, we, thank thank you, thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. In fact, right now, I'm going to call out some names, but we're only $200 short of our goal, and we got two more minutes. Ooh. We can get that. Ooh, we can wow. get that can with that one easy. pledge. Yes, <laughs> you know, if yes. we could just get Dave Steffen to reach in a well, little deeper, <laughs> we, we'd have that. But uh, no, thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. So we did have, we mentioned Charles Shepard,
2: um, and Dave and Ann. Zach Arnold. and Katie yeah. Brow. Oh, yep. Thanks, Katie. Uh, Matthew Hickey. Adrian (gasps) Langhalls, Katie Burke, and Caleb Shutt. We just hit 36 pledges for (laughs) (laughs) $4,255. Way to go, St. John's. Thank you.
1: Now we should close on a glory beat. (laughs) That's right. And and really, let's give all the glory to God. We we need to give... uh, I just so appreciate the visionaries and the founders of of uh of Redeemer Radio the very first hour of the Sheraton was the founders and I listened to that whole thing and it was so inspiring and the people who uh early support us financially and volunteer wise and and the uh it, it's just amazing so uh, we do have to we do have to come to a close here. We're very grateful for thirty six pledges, forty two fifty five. We've probably still got additional ones Thank coming you, in. Everybody. Thank, Thank you, so, you much so much from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, let's uh, let's all let's all just cl- close here with a real solid glory be. You all know, right? right, in the name in the of the, the
0: Father and of the Son and, of Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit
1: as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, now and ever shall be, world without end. end, Amen. Well, St. John the Baptist, St. John the Baptist. Pray for pray us. John the Baptist pray for us. Pound it. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: like
0: that. Thank you for listening to this hour of Redeemer Radio's 2021 Spring Charathon. Please keep us in your prayers, and if you're able to support the mission, visit RedeemerRadio.com to make a monthly or one-time donation. And if you're looking
2: for more great podcasts, check out Spokestreet.com.